Welcome to the Story Paths podcast, where we explore links between story and culture. I'm Theodore Lowry, your host. I'm excited to announce that, as of March 2023, I've released my first on-demand creativity course. It's on Skillshare, nestled within a library of great creative courses, and if you're not already on there, I've got a link in the show notes where you can get a free month. My course is called Creative Writing, Brainstorming Story Ideas. In it, I guide you through finding ideas within your memories, working with them as symbols, and learning to deftly combine and recombine them into meaningful stories. There's a trailer for the course there in the show notes, along with the free link. Hope to see you in there. And so, we begin. Welcome to Story Paths, the etymology of insults. So the idea of this episode is to look at some common insults, ones that I've been called quite a few times, especially... uh, in those jungle-like years of junior high when so many of us were highly insecure and had no proper guidance from elders or rites of passage or wisdom about what it means to be a man or a woman or, you know, kind of missing out on a lot of things, very trying to be popular and fit in, and not be like the unpopular kids, and that whole time. Just revisiting some of those years, and uh, thinking of some of the scars from then, and considering some of these insults, and looking at the etymology of them, the word origin. Because it's very interesting, you look back at words, and what they mean originally, and it's like you can reclaim the word. For example, radical, it means to do with the roots. So kind of the opposite meaning of how it's usually used, like somebody's like a radical extremist. But actually radical would be getting down, getting back to the original, getting back to the basics of how things really work, back to nature, you could say. Michael Mead uh, made the point that the word apocalypse has to do with unveiling. That's one to consider for a while. We're kind of living through an apocalypse now, and it it is an unveiling. So going back to word origins can really be liberating. You know, religion means to connect, like linking with divine. Education means to bring out that that which is within. It's like you can reclaim these words from the various uses that they've gone through that you may not really be happy with, that may not work for you. So coming to these insults, there's three, three insults I'm going to go through today. Stupid, weird, and loser. So first, stupid. Now, usually we use the word stupid to mean somebody doesn't pick up on things very quickly. It's taken them a long time to get with the program. It's, they don't seem to be able to process information in the world as quickly as average for a human being. 
So this word stupid has it connects with, with slow and with not being mentally present to move on to the next thing quickly. Now it's interesting. I hadn't really thought of this until my wife and I we looked this word up in the dictionary, stupid. And of course, it connects with the word stupefied, which connects with the word stupendous. So what is it to be stupefied? Well, the the usual thing would be it's okay to be stupefied by something that is considered by most people to be stupefying, but if you're stupefied by something ordinary, like a tree, then you're probably stupid. You know, it's one thing to be stupefied by the Niagara Falls, but if you're stupefied by like a bush or something, it's, well, you know, you kind of got to get on with your day, right? You're staring at that bush, staring at that bird, you know, looking at the geese flying overhead. You've never seen anything like that before. Like, just get that process it and move on with what's important. Don't be just standing there, look stupid. But to be stupefied by that which others consider to be ordinary, like a bird, like a tree, like the sky, like the stars, like other human beings, is a good thing. To slow down enough to see the wonder that is around us and be stupefied by it is a good thing. I'm hearing some geese in the distance right now, actually. I'm recording this under a night sky. I've heard that of all the information that comes in through our senses, we only really become aware of some part of it because our mind filters out so much. So we're seeing a kind of version of reality that's not too overwhelming to deal with. But if you slow down by meditation, if you get offline, calm mind down and just look at a tree or look at some grass or look at the way the clouds are moving or consider how miraculous your own body is. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty stupefying. So you could say a person who's stupid is a person who slows down and is present enough to find the world to be so amazing that they stop and stare. The next word is weird. This is one I particularly got called a lot. Now weird, as it turns out, it connects with the three fates or the three furies from Greek mythology. So a weird statement is something out of the ordinary. A weird person is out of the ordinary, but is connected to that which is fateful. There's a metaphysical quality to it. So it's not just somebody or something that doesn't fit in and it's bad because it doesn't fit in. 
This is something that is bringing a quality out of the ordinary, but which sheds important light on life. So a person who's weird, I'm not saying I'm like this, but a person who's weird is someone who goes beyond the bounds of where most people go, where most in society go, and brings back something from this realm beyond the realm we normally traverse within, brings back something that sheds light on our life and expands our awareness of what's possible and what exists and what may come. So there's weird reclaimed. And then the last one is loser. Now, when I was in junior high, this was this was kind of like the main insult, actually, is loser. It wasn't really specified what you might be losing at, but thinking back to, you know, junior high kind of politics and things, it would probably be something like losing at being attractive to the opposite gender, losing at sports, losing at popularity ranking, losing at being considered cool because you're smart but not interested overly in school subjects or anything that might be considered nerdy, such as artwork or drama or role-playing games or a whole host of other very interesting things. So to be a loser is, at that point in life, to not succeed in that little social world. But you could also say we were all losers in the sense that we had to live in that little social world so cut off from elderhood, from spiritual meaning in life, from help to move from one stage of life to the other in a deep and meaningful way, from the context of how humans have and do live with the earth and with each other and with spirit and with other species. We were siloed in these concrete buildings. We were all losers. We were all born into relative wealth compared to many in history and in the world, and yet also an impoverishment of culture born into a culture more accustomed to taking than to helping regenerate the world. Devoid of ceremony, pretty much. Ritual. Connection with, meaningful connection with death, with birth. Not to say it was all bad, but there is an impoverishment there when compared to what we could say intact indigenous cultures. So we were all losers. And then another meaning of loser is you lose, you let go, give up, whether on purpose or accidentally. So to let go of that whole system of ranking 
and how it leads into office place ranking and the kind of continuation of junior high and high school culture in the adult world to just lose it and let it go and look to other ways of being human. That is something a loser would do. (laughs) So just a little episode today, uh, etymology of insults. I'd invite you to look at problematic words in your life and look up the etymology. You can just look up online. You say such and such word etymology and kind of look at that meaning for a while and look at the different meanings and the history of it and trace it back to the Latin or the Germanic or wherever it came from. And uh, you might just be able to reclaim that word. You might just be able to wear that insult as a badge of honor. All right. Well, that's it for today. If you know anybody you think might like this episode, do feel free to pass it on to them. Uh, You know, like, subscribe, all the rest of that stuff. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Story Paths, where we finger threads weaving story with culture. Before we go, I'd like to remind you of my new course, Creative Writing, Brainstorming Story Ideas, that is now available on Skillshare. If you're looking for a playful, creative space, this may just be for you. You can find the trailer and a link for a free month of Skillshare in the show notes. And as we part, I send my best wishes for you and yours. In the words of the Irish poet John O'Donoghue, may you realize that the shape of your soul is unique, that you have a special destiny here, and behind the facade of your life, there is something beautiful and eternal happening. And so we close.